CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. All right, Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores here. More Top 8 Magic. This is our Born of the Gods set review. Uh, this is part 5 of 5. We possibly have, coming to you as part four and five. We haven't recorded green yet. <laughs> you know, although we may reference some of the cards in green and say, as we said in the green section. It's unclear that we would do that or not do that right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would be like History of the World Part 2. Like, you know, there are ads for History of the World yeah. Part 2, but no such movie. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to do gold, artifact, and lands here. And, uh, we're going to start with Chromanticore. Cost Wooberg. It's an enchantment creature. Manticore. It's a 4 4. It has bestow. Wooberg plus 2. So it's like 7. 7, yeah. And then it has flying, first strike, vigilance, trample, lifelink. Uh, or enchanted creature gets all of those things and plus 4 plus 4. We've talked about this card already a little bit. And they couldn't give it resistance to Mizium Mortars or something. <laughs> it's like, it's so hard to get this guy in play. want it to be good. It's got the wrong color mana symbol. I mean, you know, it's going to be a fun commander card. And that's your answer to everything. Well, it is, right? Because it gets it, it, there's a bunch of people who play different... Oh, it's not even a legend. Never mind. It's Just not a legend. You garbage. can't even make it as your commander. Whatever. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Screw commander core. <laughs> commander core. <laughs> Afara got out of the polis. This card's sweet. So Yeah, and this card's already seen play. People were playing it this week, apparently. You could just draw, like, a hundred cards Yeah, apparently, it. yeah. 2UW, indestructible, legendary enchantment creature god. It's a 6-5. Indestructible. As long as your devotion to white and blue is less than 7, it isn't a creature. But regardless, at the beginning of each upkeep, if you had another creature, enter the battlefield under your control last turn, draw a card. Apparently, this card and Brimez are besties. Oh. I was going to ask you... What what creatures were getting played with this? Brimaz is a yeah. So this so again, if I play this, can we just not attack somebody if they have a Brimaz in play? Yeah, but like the thing is, they attack you. They draw a card on your turn. This happens every upkeep. At the beginning of each upkeep, it's not the beginning of your upkeep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So what I'm saying so is go, like, right, if I, play, I have a Brimaz on turn three, right? Yeah. Then on turn four, I play Afara. Yeah, and so I attack I just, you. So I. And so, I get a token. No, no. So it's it's my turn. I have a Brimaz play. I I attack you with my Brimaz. Yeah. He makes a token, right? Yeah. So on your upkeep, I draw a card. I get an Afara. Okay. I get an Afara and draw. Right. Yeah. Now, but you've got I don't know. What's an awesome ground creature? You've got a Gorklan Rampager. So if you swing at me, like you have to think like, oh, should I attack him? Because I'm going to block the Brimaz and draw a card. Even if I lose the Brimaz, I'm going to like get some token left and. Well, not only that, I'm going to get I'm going to get the I'm going to put. My guy in front of your Gore Clan Rampager and my token that comes into yeah. play. Yeah. I get to trade for your Gore Clan Rampager. I mean, yeah, I'm going to lose my Brimaz, but I'm going to draw a card. This is just not a realistic. This card's really good. I think we, we totally misunderstood. We didn't understand how it worked. We didn't understand I mean, how it worked at all. Are there, like, other flash creatures or token producers of instant speed? Like, uh, is there that thing to remove a card from Graveyard and then, like, get a token? Is that legal? I don't know. I'm sure that there's there's not really a shortage of ways to. The thing is, it just 
Who cares? It's like every turn you play a creature, you just draw a card on their turn. That's fine. Is this just like playable in modern where you just play play this and then play like Teferi? <laughs> Vencer. I mean, there's not really a shortage of like creatures you could play here. I mean, you could just play Pestermite. Vendillion Clay. Vendillion Clay. Oh yeah. man, I had this uh opponent tried to kill me with a Pestermite. Be pretty sweet. Oh my god, this card would be pretty sweet in blue-white fairies. Draw a card in what Esper fairies. Draw a card every time turn because you're bitter blossom. <gasps> And then every turn on their turn, you're like, ah, uh, spell stutter sprayed that. I don't draw a card. Why draw, do you, why you try to kill me with a Pestermite instead of with a Deceiver Exarch? It's just like, thank God that wasn't Deceiver Exarch. It was Lightning Bolt. This <laughs> so we like this card. Yeah, that's a high keep. And I think it's already seen play, like I said, in Standard this past weekend. But it's easier to cast than Chromanticore and does more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Afara's Enlightenment, 1UW. Uh, enchant creature, when a Fire's Enlightenment enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on Enchanted Creature. Enchanted Creature is flying. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you can return this into your hand. So basically, plus one, plus one, and flying um, for one white U. That's not... It's like a little bit worse than a couple of different cards, but you get I mean, the... It's, it's certainly a little worse than, say... Spectral Flight. Spectral Flight and... Uh, Gift of Orzo. Gift of Orzo. So it's right. worse than a couple of couple of different things, but the rebuy capability makes it like kind of interesting. Kind of interesting, but that creature still has to be in play. It's not like you return it from your graveyard. Yeah. So we're not going to save it. No, we're not saving this. Uh, Fanatic of Xenagos. It's probably my favorite creature in the set. I love this card. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we've talked about it already. You know, either you get a permanent four four that doesn't have haste, or with you, trample. With trample. Or you get a 4-4 four, four for a turn with Trample and Haste. And you get a 3-3. And three, then you three, get a 3-3 three, three for the rest of the game. A sweet card no matter what. Yeah, this card's just awesome. Right? You're just very Philosophy of Fire-ish. Right? Really don't want to see it on turn two, which is, I think, the off <laughs> often when you will see it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, there's really not a lot to say about it, right? It's just like... It's, just an, it's clearly the best of the tribute cards. Right. And, and I think this is one of the cards you could see in Modern, too. Yeah. I that? think it's... Zoo. I think it's pricey for Zoo. I think... Well, actually, maybe I'm wrong, right? The last time a Zoo deck won a Pro Tour, it had five drops, so... Yeah, I mean, it's... Po I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't... I don't have a deck in mind, but I could see it. Well, I don't personally see this card displacing Knight of the Reliquary at three. Sure. So, um... Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, obviously, a strong... Oh, it's an absurd standard A strong card. key, yeah. Uh, Karametra, God of the Harvest. So, Satan said you would never want to play this. I, I don't think that that's true. 3GW for a 6-7. Six, 6-7 seven. Six, seven, indestructible. Indestructible, as long as your devotion to green and white is less than 7, blah, blah, blah. Whenever you cast a creature spell, you may search your library for a forest or plains card and put it onto the battlefield tapped and shuffle your library. Like, I could see like playing Karametra as early as possible in a deck that had a lot of cheap accelerating creatures, right? Like a lot of things along the order of Elvish Mystic. Right. Imagine this was a year ago, right, where we had both Avacyn's Pilgrim and, was it Llanowar Elf in Standard? And didn't we have or Arbor this, Elf? Or Arbor Elf, sorry. Yeah. So you could play like a lot of one-drops. Then you just wait a second and then put them all in play and you get like a large amount of ramp. And then I don't know what you do next. But, <laughs> but yeah, like this card's obviously a powerful effect. Yeah. Like, thins your deck, it builds up your mana. It's actual card advantage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it lets you, lets you go to, probably go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some control decks. 
if they're letting you resolve Karametra, I, I, I don't know. Like, they're they're gonna let you have. Assuming, your... I'm assuming for the moment that it's implied. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it, you're but, not gonna delete it, are you? No, I don't think. But the thing is, also, it's a white card, so it is still vulnerable to um, glare. It's, it's that's different, I think, than, than some of the other things. Sure. Um, but you know, you could play this and then get a little acceleration out there. Angel Serenity is really interesting card to play sure. after this because it's got two pips itself. Angel Serenity's got three pips. It's five. You know, like Elf, right. Elf, oh, Angel right. Serenity. I mean, and maybe that's it. Maybe there's like a green white devotion deck where you're maybe like you have devotion either green or to white. Yeah. But this also gives you another path to ramp your mana besides Nykthos. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like so, suddenly you have this redundant. Like, okay, I can get this guy this into play, and now I play some stuff. I, I get my Angel of Serenity, or I get my whatever other big giant spell I'm casting. So, I mean, you, are you envisioning this to be like some sort of a Showtime deck where you're like Elvish Mystic, Sylvan Caryatid, even Voyaging Seder? Uh, how about Courser of Crufix? Oh, Courser would be great with this card. Yeah. And this... Courser, Courser had a big weekend, by the way. Yeah, Courser was, so he came in second in the open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Courser had a very big weekend. Uh, and that card's obviously playable. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and, and and I think it's probably one of the cards that's going to... Uh, see modern play? I think it's going to see modern play. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. Yeah. Four mana. I, mean, I was talking about... Three mana. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Four toughness. Yeah. Is the actual important number yeah. there. Uh, three three mana. Like, with fetch lands? And, like, imagine a deck with Knight of the Reliquary? Where you're just like... Like, the amount of life you gain from this is not irrelevant. I forget. God, that it had that ability. I was just solely <laughs> thinking about it as a blocker slash card. The ability, the ability in modern to just reset the top of your library at will, at will with fetch lands, yeah. like well, you might have just played off of a course. Yeah, like you don't get any extra drops off of it, which is what people are sort of hung up on. But that's so unfair. Like just yeah. because a, the only that cards, card that they are... know how to to compare it to Correct. gave you extra drops has nothing to do with whether or not this card but, is good. But suddenly between that, this, and Nick those trying to next there. I could see Karametra being played. It's probably not gonna. I don't know that there's a deck you're gonna build around it, but this 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 well, card's fine. Here's the thing: you say you're playing against control. At some point, you're just getting into the getting into the uh, Angel Serenity loop is an inevitable situation for your deck. Like if if, if one Angel Serenity ever resolves, like sure, the control deck is ba basically can never yeah. yeah. Never right, play so that's, a, that's a great argument um, for this card. Uh, but here's some other rooms. Angel Serenity hasn't seen a lot of play in the last few months, but it's a spectacular card against gods. Yeah. Right? Playing against gods. And then in addition, what if you didn't play, you know, erring towards green? What if you, erring uh, towards white, rather? What if you played towards green? And you, you could drop this card with Garrick, right? So you accept oh, Garrick and then you just drop this. And you might just have enough pips for a 6-7 that you dropped, indestructible, right. which is an amazing defender for Garrick. Yep. And then... At which point you've got also think about Colonial think about this in, think about this in play with a Garrick and you're like draw five cards and it's like elf elf oh there's <laughs> yeah. so much so here's the problem or I don't know if it's a problem you just tell me what your read on this is is there a lot of glory in standard you just having the fairest deck right like this is like <laughs> we've got like some really legitimate they, they, two for I mean, one when they do the award ceremony at the end of the pro tour that's one of the awards right and <laughs> ferris deck goes to no no <laughs> like Zvi Moshwitz is like waiting like next award please 
I don't know. Like, what if you just add a blue, a, you know, a, a hollowed fountain? That's a forest, right? Yeah, it's a place, right yeah. Yeah, so you could just get a hollowed fountain, and then yeah. you, you know what you could do with all your mana is uh, cast a big... Um, oh, Sphinx's Revelation? Revelation? Sure. Yeah. This sounds like a deck is absurdly high casting cost. I think you have to figure out something better to do than that. But well, I mean, again, if you have Corsair of, of Crefex in there, that card also lets you hide for a little while. Yeah. Two, two, four, buys all, all a little time. But I yeah. actually I like the the sound of this deck. Actually, it's it's like not that explosive though. But yeah, I think if 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 you if you have an opponent who's willing to go through the journey of playing. A, slow progressive game of Magic the Gathering where large green creatures matter, this could be one of those large green yeah, creatures. sure. So this is saveable. Yeah, I think it's definitely saveable. Uh, a card that you, know, you were really not sold on Cure, the Crashing Wave. It's a stinky Planeswalker. But it's already, again, already seen significant. Well, I never said it was not saveable. Okay, it's, I still I think, think it's he, a I think, stinky I think Planeswalker. Did, I said it stinks, sure, but I think a lot of things stink, like poop. Like old socks. Poop in old socks. I don't know what kind of household you were raised in. <laughs> Poop in old socks. I, I don't know. Uh, Plubby, did I say this was an unsavable card? I don't like it. I can't yeah. say I like it. I, I don't think it's a very good... But all, all, already he's done some work in like a Bant Planeswalker stack this weekend. Did, did it make top eight of an event? I don't think it did, but no. people are playing it. People like it. Yeah, I mean, the bar is whether the, the, the deck is successful. Not if like somebody just, oh, I'm going to... You know, I'm going to give Kiora a mercy fuck at 4 a.m. Like, <laughs> sure, whatever. Yeah, that's not that's not the bar. Yeah, uh, this, this card's obviously very powerful to me. I think I think it's... You really like this card. I really do. You like to explore it. I do. It has two toughness. I understand. Like, I, I think that there are situations where it's going to be, you know, the first card you side out. But I think there's also going to be standard environments where this card is just going to be, like, just really difficult to deal with. Like you saw, you see all of these like blue white on blue white matchups, where nobody's doing anything. And they're just I like. I guess this is good in the fog deck, or in the fog. deck. Well, yeah, I re I really want to build. I want to build a modern mazes end deck so bad. Why does it have to be modern? Because I get to play with this explore, like you just want to have the maximum number of explorers. the maximum number of explorers. Think about how many explorers you can play in standard with no explorers. Okay. Yeah. Like you can play Corsair, and then you can play. Urban Evolution. Urban Evolution, which John Torres said, you know, he never lost a game where he played Urban Evolution. Who? The guy who played the Mazes End deck at the Grand Prix, he's like, I've been, I've been losing a game where I cast Urban Evolution. How many do you play? Two. Ah! Come on! Yeah, I mean, you could just play those cards and then, like, some white removal and that tapping thing, yeah. Stry card. Yeah. I think this card could be good in the Fog deck. Sure. Uh, and, and like you said before, like, but any threat in these blue-white or blue-white matchups... Like, the blue-white players are just willfully playing no threats. Like, you're just like, well, somebody just sided in a paladin, started attacking the other guy, he'd probably deal two damage and get lifelink every turn. Yeah, I agree. That probably would happen. But I'm saying, I think that there's, 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 there are certainly windows. Do you think this card's more powerful than Elsbeth Sun's Champion? No. But I, think I they, do. I think Elsbeth Sun's Champion stinks, I think too. They, I think they play well together. Like, people love Elsbeth Sun's Champion. I think it stinks. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really sticky. <laughs> it's, I, mean, I, I mean, mean, like sometimes it kills your dragon. I don't like understand. I don't understand your definition of stinky. Like I'll tell you the cards that stink. Elspeth Sun's champion. Kiora the crashing wave. I'll tell you the cards that are good. You're a planeswalker misogynist. You're gonna be like Garrick, Koth. 
Sarkin Bowl. <laughs> the best place walkers in order are Soren, a Johnny. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Split all your... It's this new card. Split all your planeswalkers into two gendered piles. <laughs> yeah. I like Liliana the Dark Realms. Yeah. <laughs> so I... I mean, I would much rather play Liliana the Dark Realms than QR. Chandra Pyromaster is like my favorite card. Why would you say these like sexist things about me? That's funny. I mean... I think she stinks. <laughs> I tell you. Like... Okay. She doesn't defend herself particularly well. Like, you remember Nissa? I really wanted Nissa to be good. You know how long? I don't even remember what Nissa did. She gets freaking Elvish warriors. Hmm. That seems good. You remember her? Yeah, I do. She gets Elvish warriors yeah. until which point she can get lots of elves. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she just gained two life. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, man, this card would be pretty. Because <sighs> V was like, "What are you doing? That card isn't even block playable." <laughs> <laughs> That's. That was not even block playable. Yeah. This card, this card's obviously, I, th- I think, you know, good to very good. I don't think it's like really bonkers. good to very good. I don't think it's bonkers. I don't think it's like like I think a planeswalker. I think the bar on planeswalkers is absurd, right? Like, so like up here is like a Johnny Vengeant, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah, Elsbeth original. Elsbeth. Yeah, whatever. Any Elsbeth practically. Liliana three. Yeah. And then, like, on the other end is Kiara the Crashing Wave. No, like, Kiara's Sarkin right in the middle. Kiara's right in the middle. I mean, Kiara's like... All right, this is Kiara... Comes down and affects the board. Kiara or Karn? Karn's in that absurd category. Okay. Kiara or Nicol Bolas? Kiara. Really? Yeah. I Kiara, beg to differ. Maybe Kiara and Nicol Bolas. Kiara's like, oh, Nicol Bolas, I heard you're the oldest and most powerful of the yeah. walkers. I'd like to learn something at the foot of your... Anyway, I, I think I think the card's good to very good. Good to very good. This card or Divination? Cure. Over Divination? Yeah, over Divination. Divination is like all the probably, decks that we probably play them both. All right, this card or Read the Bones. Read them Bones. Cure. Remember when I didn't like Read them Bones? You were like, you should like Read them I Bones, and you. now nobody plays it. You tricked me into playing it, and then now nobody <laughs> plays it. These are the following cards I've been tricked into playing. By Brian David Marshall and his friends. Pilgrim's Eye. <laughs> Read them bones. <laughs> Liliana the Dark Realms. Man, that was such a savage trick, Zach Hill. That was, that was Zach Hill. That's oh not- my god, he destroyed me on that one. Your modern deck stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana the Dark Realms is so bad. She can't even use her defensive ability without dying. <laughs> Alright. So we're saving Kiara, but we, we disagree on how much rope we're throwing her. I mean, to explore, sure. Yeah. Uh, Kiara's fault. She's dying to half a flame. Like, she doesn't die to... I mean, like, she comes down and does something. And, like, sometimes she does... Like, draw a card and play an additional land this turn. On turn three is is not unreasonable. It depends what board you're on. Some boards, she's insane. Right. Right? But, like, that's true of many magic cards. Sure. That you would have cut. Sure. All these tribute guys, like, there's... A no, 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 no. <laughs> She's better than all the... Almost, virtually all the tribute like, guys. There's so many tribute guys that are like, oh, man, I have a bunch of lands and my opponent has no creatures and a low life total. Random tribute <laughs> guy. Fanagus <laughs> Giant. <laughs> Whatever that one's called. I would all like... Right. To browbeat you. Kira's follower. 
is a much better card than Cure the Crashing Wave. That card's fantastic. Yeah, I think we both agree. It's yeah. awesome. 2-2 two, two for 2 with an insane ability. Yeah, blue-green, 2-2, two, two, untap another target permanent. So what if it just untaps Nick those trying to Nix? Yeah. You, how do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. How do you feel about untapping, I don't know, a, a tapped dragon that just yeah. attacked? Yeah, I mean, or an inspired creature. Or a gilded lotus. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all uh, very good. Uh, so we save that Magus God of Slaughter. I like this. Two RB. Quite a bit. Seven five. Seven five. Four mana. Indestructible. As long as your devotion to black and red is less than seven, it isn't a creature. At the beginning of your upkeep, Mogus deals two damage to that player unless he or she sacrifices a creature. So it's really bad in some situations. Like against Assemble the Legion, Assemble the Legion just runs right over the God of Slaughter. Sure, unless you bioblight their tokens. Oh, well, then. And then they take two. Then they're slaughtered by the god of slaughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this card's just... Very good. Yeah, a, a staple. Uh, I like it. It's very uh, sulfuric vortex. I was so I thought sulfuric vortex would be modern legal, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, like, Insaring Bridge is fine. But sulfuric yeah. vortex would have been... Yeah. Sulfuric vortex and Insaring Bridge in play at the same time? How could you? Yeah. Can you imagine sticking this against the control deck that's just not doing anything? Yes, I can imagine. Like, are gods going to be good in modern because you get uh, cavern souls back? Just like, you know. I don't know. That seems. This card seems really good in your stupid red deck. Well, I, mean, I can't tap it for any black land, but you could. You mean you could easily just. How hard is it for you to get that black land in there? Yeah, you could just play with it. I mean, how many fetch lands do you have? Eight. Okay. That's how many you can play. I yeah. mean, if you add black, you can play more. Yeah, I understand. I'm just saying. You could play like, yeah, sixteen if you. Yeah, you wanted to Fujita it up. I mean, if you wanted to never actually be able to tap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think this card's you know perfectly reasonable in modern. I think it's a very good card. Uh, Fenex, God of Deception. People like this card a lot. Three U B. Indestructible. Legendary enchantment creature god for seven. As long as your devotion to blue and black is less than seven, Fenex isn't a creature. But regardless, creatures you control have tap, target player, put the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard where X is this creature's toughness. I fell asleep while you were reading all so that. So what about Glacial Wall? Are you Adrian Sullivan it up? What about Glacial Wall? Is that playable in standard right Yes, now? it's an M14. You just play, like, all the walls in Fenex. What about Frostborn Weird on turn two? Glacial Wall. Glacial Wall on turn three. Is there a wall of air? I don't, I don't know. There's something. Some kind of wall of There's air. There's some kind of wall of air, I'm sure. Then you just Just, just play another Frostborn Weird and or Glacial Wall. I mean, what deck are you trying to play against? Well, I don't know. That's, that's actually not a bad start against an aggro <laughs> deck, right? Like, Frostborn Weird, Glacial Wall. I should imagine the situation like, oh my god, why did I, why did <laughs> why I get up? Why did I wake up early yeah. and drive into Brooklyn for this Grand Prix why trial? Why did I get out of bed? Your brother's like, mill seven. It's <laughs> just the worst. Is this playable? Yeah, people, I think that people will play this card. I, 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 Is it good? It's. I don't get excited by it, but I, I can, I, none of the decks that I want to play could probably beat that Frostborn Weird so, Glacial Wall. <laughs> right, so turn five, you play this with those two. You're not, you're not at... Oh, you're, you're at Devotion, by the way, at that point. You don't want to be at Devotion. I guess he's another blocker, right? Yeah, well, he's also a seven toughness. Oh, so he just taps himself? He just taps himself. Jeez. 
So on turn five, you could conceivably mill 18 cards. Yeah, it's playable, I guess. And the next year, you just, like, tap him and then play another one to keep the other one. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, you could kill someone fairly. You're going to lose to this card. Yeah, I guess like, this is Where someone's just going to be like... So, like, if I do that to you on turn five, in standard, I go Frostborn Weird, Glacial Wall, counter something, untap, play this. Right? Just assuming you're playing just some creature deck. Can you kill me fast enough? Isn't there like a... Like keep in mind, my glacial wall taps your creature. What about Hatchling? Oh, 04 for one? Oh, yeah. It's red, right? No, the blue Hatchling. Kraken Hatchling. Oh, Kraken. Oh, look at that guy. I can't believe that we're just naming... Toughness. Oh, we're just horrible naming, toughness We're just creatures. naming toughness. Yeah, right. And if they figure out some way to exile this, you're just like, oh. No. I was thinking, like, what if you just needle him that you can't, the creatures themselves gain the ability? Correct. Right? Yes. It's the worst. It's the worst day of my life right so now. So you play it that turn, you go, turn. so on turn five, you just mill 18. You untap, turn six, mill 18, that's 36 cards. Well, plus there's 15 to start, right? Right. So that's not quite, so you still got 10 cards left. So you, you probably can't kill them before so turn. So the unthinkable or something? It's got to be something. But you probably can't kill them before turn. Well, you could play like a second turn Jay's Erasure, right? Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah, something like that is legal. I don't know. Cast like a divination. <laughs> but you can't, you can't really get them until turn seven, probably. I think it's probably fine. Okay. Well, we saved it. Um, Ragemonger. You really like this card. I do. One. I like this card. I think it does something broken. I mean... The, like, app applicable only to Minotaurs. Obviously. Um, like applicable to goblins is something broken. Applicable to Merfolk. Correct, is correct. They found the one tribe, like short of camel, they found the one tribe they could give this to without making it too broken. But it's obviously just a very powerful, unprecedented effect. Yeah, it's a powerful effect. Unprecedented. Like I don't know what you know what cards you're adding into this to 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 get that extra card draw. Or a loon minotaur maybe. But again, I mean this also. Remember, this also is tribal spells. Oh, so, so like, so like a nameless inversion costs colorless. Or free Tarfire. Yeah. Oh, Tarfire is goblins, right? Wait. Uh, Tarfire is a goblin card. Okay. So nameless inversion was shaped was like anything. So I'm trying to name another one that would be. It has to be black or red. <laughs> I'm like Tarfire. I'm like, nameless no, inversion is the one card I, I can think of off the top of my head that does that. Okay, that card was a good card. I, I used to summon it as a tree folk sometimes. Sure. So, I mean, I don't think this card's amazing, but I think it's good. I think it's powerful. So, you and Satan like reap what is sown. Uh, do we like it for standard? Or? You, you guys insisted last time we, Did we? we were together, like, reap what is sown I mean, is I good. I love this card. And that green-white god that I liked, like, that's unplayable. All right, this I'll one's save good. it. <laughs> I'm not save saying it. to save it. All right, Satan and I both said save it. All right. Um, I mean, I think the card's. I think the card's fine. I could. I could see it being, you know, playable. I probably. I'm gonna probably delete it when we go back through again. <laughs> Just so you know. Terrible giant. Girl. Yeah. Uh, Siren of the Silent Song, one U B flying inspired. Whenever Silent Siren of the Silent Song becomes untapped, each opponent discards a card, then puts the top card of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Two one. So this could be like a 05, and it would be a much better card. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, do you want to keep it? Uh, no. Really? No. Me either. I don't really like Zenago's it. Zenago's God of Revels on the other hand. This is my 
Probably my favorite card in the set, honestly. Really? Yeah. I think it's a good card. I think it might be the most powerful card in the set. It's really powerful. Like, it's just, it's really hard to imagine a situation where this thing allowed to, like, you know, where you get to untap after you've played What's this. cuckoo about this card is I just think about how powerful it is in so many ways, and then I'm like, oh, it's also a 6 five creature. Yeah. But, like, even if it's just, like, your opponent's, like, wrath. You're like, oh, I have this, and here's my 6 five creature. They're like... Shit, I've got a Supreme Verdict here. And you're like, okay, well, I still have this indestructible Zanagos. Let me untap, play a Storm Breath Dragon, and attack you for eight. I mean, your Mutavolt is just still gonna just crush them. Yeah, I mean, it's just disgusting. I mean, I, do the blue decks have to play like a ton of counter spells now? Like, they can't let some of these threats stick because they can't destroy them. Like, a Storm Breath Dragon is really hard to destroy, it has protection from white. Right. This is really hard to destroy, it has the ability to not be destroyed. <laughs> I mean, you have to play other things, right? You know, you have to look at, uh, you know, exiling enchantment. You have to look at revoke, revoke existence gets rid of this. Detention sphere. Detention sphere, yeah. All right. There's stuff you can do. Um, okay, so that's gold. Let's let's do artifacts and lands we don't really need to do. Uh, I'm curious what you think about Astral Cornucopia. So, I thought about this card a lot. This is a XXX. Artifact, when, yeah. When Astral Cornucopia enters the battlefield, X charge counters on I'm like, oh, wait. There's a lot of Xs. Choose a color. Add one mana of that color to your mana pool for each charge counter on Astral Cornucopia. So for three, so three, so one, one, one is three. It just makes one. Correct. Okay. But that's fine, right? That's 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 three mana for three mana, like a three mana artifact that we're in whatever mana key color room. you want. Yeah, we're, in, we're not in key room. We're we're actually in like coalition relic territory. Well, coalition relic is a powerful secondary ability. I, sure, absolutely. Sure. But so does I mean theoretically so does. So it's this. six, right? So two, two, two is six. Astrocarnucopia, you know, you're tapping for two now, right? So this card at six, that's how much is a Guild of the Lotus? Five. Right? Five for three minutes. So it's more than yeah, a Guild yeah. of the Lotus yes. and it makes less. Yes. So to be Guild of the Lotus, we need nine. I I really wanted to like this card. I don't okay. think that I don't think I would like it because but you don't think you don't think it's just going to see fair play at three mana for one three no, mana to make one mana. I'm pretty skeptical. The reason is this um, gives you oh, because you already have. I'm cutting I'm cutting Rakdos Kirun from my decks right now. Rakdos Kirun is like the hardest working card in standard. It's such a harder working card than the National Cornucopia. Consistently get the colors you need, and it's a three one right. attack. And you already have Chromantic Lantern in standard too, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think this card's very likely to see play this year. Okay. So we won't uh, save it. We have a lot of saved cards in this category already. Uh, Gorgon's Head, one mana for an equipment. Equipped creature has Death Touch equipped to. Well, it is so hard to give them, like, plus O, plus one. Because the Gorgon's Head isn't just there. It's not, like, in a bag as an equipment. Right? It's not sick on the end of a shield. I mean, whatever. Like, this card's, gonna, this card's saveable, right? You just gain Death Touch. For one what mana. If, what if well, I, you can get it with a Trinket Mage. I can get it with a Trinket Mage. I can also, like, just equip it to my Is It Static Caster. Mm. I like that. Right? That was, I mean, the, the pair, the Soul Bond combo was good enough to see play and constructed. Well, this is less less easy to break up than the Soul Bond combo, right? <laughs> yes! I mean, so what's the opportunity cost of not having a 1-1? One, one? <laughs> Right, you never attack with the one one guy, right? What do you mean? The green one one guy that sold mine. Oh was. sure, sure, yeah. But yeah, you know, and again, if you have a, in in older formats, you could trinket mage for it. 
Yeah, you could put this on a cunning spark mage. Is it, like it's like not quite bass. So Should Sanicaster make a comeback? It could. I mean, it's just good against like assemble the legion tokens. It's good against assemble the legion tokens. It's good against uh, Elspeth. I know you don't like Elspeth, but Elspeth's a real card that people play. Yeah, I get it. I don't like it personally. Okay. There's all kinds of cards people play that I don't like. For all example, right. Elspeth. Um. So we will save Gorgon's head. I, I like how you explained it. Sure. Uh, Heroes podium five mana for a legendary artifact. Each legendary creature you control gets plus one plus one for each other legendary creature you control, and then it has X. Tap, look at the top X cards of your library. You may reveal a legendary creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library in any order. This card's just stinky. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, so stinky. And this card's legitimately awesome in Command. This card is legitimately poop in a sock. <laughs> if it were tinkering the legendary creatures into play... Sure. I'd be like, wow, this card's sweet. Sure. So this card, this card's gonna get played in. I, I mean, I would play this in Commander, but that's about it. Can I like tinker for this in Commander and then play all Legends? You could. You could just play it. You don't. Everything doesn't have to be burned. Sometimes you don't draw your cards in Commander. It doesn't have to be. Well, in Commander, like, do people let you have stuff like this, or do they not like cast an Indrix Stomp Power and kill? I mean, sometimes they do. Sometimes you have a way to protect it. Sometimes you know you have a lot of other things that they have to stop how. Sometimes you're in a four-player game and you're like, I'm harmless. I've just got this funny hero's podium over here. What could go I wrong? Guess it's just like the world's worst Jame Day Tome, right? <laughs> it's like a Jame Day yeah, Tome crusade. It's not good. It's not good. I'm not going to put it in my commander. Uh, so. wait, if this costs one, it would be... It would be really... If it costs one, it would be fine. But not even just like oppressively good. No, no. <laughs> that would be fine. It would be a reasonable card. You'd be like, oh, I wonder if I can make this work somehow. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Um, Pillar of War. Three for an artifact creature golem. Three, three. So it's a three, three for three, but it has defender. Uh, but as long as it's enchanted, it can attack as though it didn't have defender. Yeah. Next. <laughs> it's just like the, for once, there's a card that's worse than Arlen has. <laughs> uh, Siren Song Liar. Two for an artifact equipment. Equipped creature has two tap Tap target creature, equip two. So it turns any creature into a tapper. A really bad... With a, a bad mass, tapper. Master a bad decoy. Tapper. Yeah. Yes, no thanks. Uh, Springleaf Drum. Yeah, highly playable, Save. I have not seen one of these in draft yet, but I would, but I would love to draft yeah. one. So is that... Are we through artifacts already? Yes. That is artifacts. And then we have Temple of Enlightenment, Temple of Malice, and Temple of Plenty. All three of these cards, people are... More than ready to have these cards so, available. We, to we have seven temples spoiled now, right? Yeah. So is presumably there's like a red blue temple in the third set. Correct. Right. It should be red blue. Oh, green, green, black, right? Green, yes, green, black, and white. White. No, we have white. No, we have blue. white, green, and white. Yep. So there's red. Where blue, we're missing. Um. But there's only two we're missing? No, there's, there's ten total, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four were in the first set, right? Right. Or was it, or was it five? Is it five? Yeah, it five. So green, blue, black, white, red, Oh, it's five in the first set. Yeah, yeah so, so it's two. Three, so, so it's, it's two Green, more, black, and, uh, and, and blue, red. red. Okay. So these are all going to see play. Yeah, uh, the, the most, ex actually, 
Which do you well, think is, well, I think I think Temple of Enlightenment is the most, the most exciting. exciting. Actually, I'm going to differ. I'm going to say that Temple of Malice is the most exciting for two reasons. Number one, um, the blue white decks have been getting along just fine without uh, without having a a scry land, um, and if characters like uh, Alexander Hain who are dipping into black scry lands so they can play. Um, black sideboard cards, for example, getting value in a blue-white deck. Yeah. On um, separately, uh, you just have the Esper decks, right? That were successful at some point, just playing black scrounge. And I'm not going to say that's not going to be a popular card. It's going to be a very popular card. But the black-red one is really going to enable, I think, a deck that has been very close but not there. Um, you know, a lot of friends of ours played black-red at the Pro Tour. But, you know, they didn't have Scrangling when other folks did. I think it's really give that deck a a better shot. Okay. So, let's talk about some of the cards in gold lands and artifacts that we liked. So we like the Fire God of the Polis. We think this is, I think this card is, for, I think it's one of the top three or four cards in this category. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Fanatic is an Agos. I think it's like one, top one or top two in this category. Karametra, yeah. uh, we don't love. We can, but there's a lot of things we can talk I think, about. I think there's a lot. Of, right, I think there's something exciting you can do with it. I think it's a, a fringe playable card that we'll see bouncing around standard. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we see it again. Same thing twice. Ryan saves it twice back. Uh, Cure the Crashing Wave. I like, you dislike. The word is stinky. <laughs> but you like Kiara's Follower. Yeah, the I think it's probably one of the better cards. Would you put this in a top very, five? Very, it's a top ten card in the set. Sure, okay. So certainly a top five in this category probably, of cards. Yeah. Uh, Magus. For example, I actually like Kiara's Follower more than I like Magus. Really? Yeah. Oh, you like Kiara's Follower, not Kiara. No, of course not. I like Magus much more than Kiara. I like Magus a lot, but I like Kiara's Follower more than I like Magus. Kiara's Follower does a lot of the things that I want to do. Right. Like, whenever I see, like, a Sylvan carried it, I'm always a little disappointed. You know? Sure. Like, doesn't attack. Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, Sylvan carried it, though, is, I mean, Hexproof is pretty nice on it sometimes. I, I don't know. Like, I've played against so many Sylvan Carriades, including in paper tournaments, and they just die to both Mizium Mortars and, um, and, uh, uh, Anger of the Gods, because, like, the opponent, like, thinks of them as a freak, as a, like, as an invulnerable card, so they just keep committing them, but they're actually just a free card. Like, yeah, I can't lightning strike it, but I can kill it with these other things. Sure. Fenex got a deception. Not a card either of us love, especially, but... Some people love it. Pe people certainly love it. And there's certainly a toughness-themed deck that you can build. I'm curious who would win between a, you know, a... Like a Xenagos-based deck and a Fenex-based deck? Empowering our guys-based deck between... Porphyros and Fenex. Right? Porphyros is kind of the same thing, too. Right. I think Fenex might win. Yeah. Like, I think, first of all, wall, Glacial Wall. Like, that, remember, that thing stays tapped for a turn? Is that Glacial Wall? No. No, whatever. What is that? Wall of Frost. Wall of Frost. Wall of Frost. Wall of Frost. Whatever it is. But it's the one that will least stay tapped for a turn. No. Porphyros, like, he got, like, an Assemble Legion or something, or... Sure. It's a lot of damage. Sure. But we get to play Bio Blight. We get to play Removal. Oh, those are powerful. We get to play some, some pretty good cards in here. So you think Fenex is going to beat... <laughs> so Brian David Marshall... case. Uh, we, oh, can we do it? Can we do... Uh, can we what? Do we could do like our first ever Top 8 Magic video series. Yeah, all right. So we'll do Fenex. Fenex for, yeah, so we could like... We'll like do it up. Right? All right, Everybody all right. Especially like Fenex versus Porphyros. Entering the battlefield. 
Porphyros. Yes, yes. <laughs> when it will be on Moto? <laughs> like, this is gonna be the best ever. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Right. I, I'm gonna work on my Fenex deck. I need people's help. This is anyone has any ideas for, for Fenex? <laughs> Uh, I think we can make this deck work. I'm going to be on the Porphyros side. There's no we in this. Yeah, well, I'm talking about we. I was like yeah, you with and, everyone else. You and Conley. Yeah, me, me and Conley and everyone else who likes a good mill deck. Okay. Uh, Ragemonger, Lukewarmon. But uh, not you. You are not Luke. I mean, I, I, I don't know what it's doing, but I think it's a good. I think it's a powerful ability that. I hear you. We can do some stuff with. Get, get rid of Reaper. Right, I, I will delete I mean, Come on. I'm sorry, Steve. Um, Do not. So I, I think this is my favorite. This, I think this might be the top card on the set. I think it's possible. Just for your love, Zenago's God of Revels. Yeah, because I like Searing Blood more than this card. I, I think this card's insane. I, I like. Think, I like his Fanatic more than I like him. I, really, I like Fanatic. I mean, he could be a Gorkland Rampager. He could be. He could be whatever. Like that. That card is interchangeable. That one happens to be really good. But like, I think that the, what this card does to like. Just how the control matchup plays out seems so big. How do you feel about Polis Crusher? I like Polis Crusher. That yeah. guy's good. Oh. See, exile this guy if you monstrous him? No, he doesn't. He only destroys. He doesn't exile. He doesn't destroy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, card's good. that card is really good. Because, like, half the red green decks have Polis Crusher, right? Like, he can't. I mean, that guy, that guy might actually just be really good. Because he can't be Oblivion Ring. Or, or Detention Sphere. I'm just thinking, like, what cards do you want to play on, the, on this team, right? I, I want Kiora's follower to summon this guy. He'd be like, well, I'm sure. supposed to be following Kiora, but I'm going to be following well, I think Zanagos. you're going to use... I mean, I think you're going to really play... Uh, I mean, you, you want your... I guess you really want follow. You don't want... You actually don't want a self-incarried in this deck. Because you want, like, all your you crappy... Want you want all your crappy elves to, like, be able to get in eventually, if they have to. You know what card I would play in this deck for sure? Gruel Keyring. Oh yeah, yeah. You, like you play Gruel Keyring and like second turn Gruel Keyring, or like even if you just play natural Gruel Keyring, like Stone tapping three lands on turn three to summon it. Yeah, you're like three to five. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I, I don't know. I think I might. I play, might only play two. But I would rule Key Rune. Okay, I'm in. Like, you gotta play Voyaging Seder, I think. Sure. That guy stinks. <laughs> uh, speaking of stinks, Gorgon's Head. I mean, just not a good card, but it's a tool, right? I mean, this is a card that's gonna... It's a non-delete. I, I like your argument. It's good with his Insata Caster. Uh, Springleaf Drum. Don't know where this is going Now yet. it's gonna be a stud. Yeah, no. I mean, it can't be deleted. It's like a modern staple. Right. It's like, by definition, can't be deleted. Right. I don't, but I don't know where it goes in standard right now. Like, it doesn't have a deck yet. Yeah, okay. And then Temple of Enlightenment, Temple of Malice, and Temple of Plenty are all And just, your favorite is Temple of Plenty. Uh, no, I, I really like Temple of Enlightenment. Just, like, the blue-white decks just want that, that land. I mean, like, don't they, they just, like, having this instead of stupid Azorius Guildgate... Oh man, it's straight in. I'm just saying. I just think the Temple of Malice is going to be the most welcome. How expensive are temples? Do you have any idea? No, they're like five dollar cards or somewhere five to ten dollars. I have no idea. It's probably a dollar. I have no clue. I don't know. I live in a paper bag about card prices. I don't know. I just go check face to face games and see. Oh, so that's actually what I'm going to do. I I can't believe I can't play this open this weekend. Yeah, what would you play again? I think I play black white. So my deck would be. 
you know, Pack Rat, uh, Bloodbrand of Viscopa, Whip of Erebos, uh, Obsidat, and then a bunch of point removals. I would also play Black White, but I would play Hero of Iros. Agent, really? Agent of Fates. You would really play that. Eidolon thing. of Countless Battles. Like, how many battles. How many big standard decks, uh, standard turns do you have to play in? That would be what you choose. I mean, I want to play a deck that I like. You don't think you would like Blood Baron of the Scope? I might like Blood Baron might go in my deck. Um, he might go in. By the way, I think there's a, there's a card we had talked about um, the other day when we were talking about black. And uh, I think it might just be just looking at the way some of the black-white decks are playing out in terms of like people trying to build the Agent Fates deck or trying to use Night Howler. Um, like, I think the Odunus River Trawler just might actually be a real card. So this is a black and two. When Odunus River Trawler enters the battlefield, return target enchantment creature card. Enchantment creature card. So that's a god. Yeah. Or or a bestow card. Or one of the aspects, right? One of those things like um, all your creatures gain trade. Archetypes. Archetypes, yeah. Sacrifice Odunus River Charlotte. Return target enchantment creature card from your graveyard to your hand. He's just like a very gravedigger-ish, right? He is. But like if you have something like Night Howler or Eidolon of Countless Battles or... You know, one of those cards that, that just is does something very so powerful. The question is, if you have, like, a critical mass of card advantage, is it good if all the card advantage is just terrible cards? It's like the Squeeba Goblin the Bob question, right? Sure. Like, Squeeba Goblin the Bob is... This is a card I'm saying I've been rethinking. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's... I think it's I not see in and play... of itself a busto card, yeah. but when it combined with a Mastercore, when combined with Forbid, it does do some interesting things. Yeah. But I, I don't want to countless battles. Has already seen some play. Hero of Iris has already seen some play. We know that the Agent of Fates deck can, you know, be made to do work. Just, just interesting. I don't know. You know, I don't know how you how you build it. But that's what I would play. That's what I would try to make. Yeah. Either that or Kiora deck. Really? Yeah. Kiora. Brian like made. I'm just gonna cure it into self and primordial. Brian made a shape that like he was casting like a split card that was fused. no. It was it was, it was like cure and then self and primordial. Right. I don't know. That's all I'm doing. Self and primordial. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Because oh, it's banned in commander. Exactly. Why would they ban that card and give it? It's so powerful. Well, the problem is it's like pretty abusive in commander. Like you have like a lot of ways to reset and clone and. Like, the problem is probably all these other... Th like, the problem is, like, all the things that made that card so broken, yeah. like Dead Eye Navigator, which is kind of gross, or, you know, uh, Spitting Image, or... Those cards are all still there! So what you're so I can just do it with something else! So what you're basically talking about is this thing that's a combo between an Acidic Slime and a Rampant Growth. Well, except that in Commander, yeah. when it comes into play, it's like you kill a non... Creature permanent each opponent controls. Oh, that's so why it's, like it's three things. So I kill your, um, your 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 stupid Sterling Grove, yeah. your 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 Gaia's Cradle, and your Oath of Scholars, and then I go get three forest cards and put them into play. Oh, I see. I didn't realize that was. Like yeah, yeah. It's much more broken that way. Well, so. That's much more powerful. Yeah. I don't know about broken. 
Uh, it, it's pretty, I mean, in Commander, where you, you have the opportunity to get to that mana and, you know, do those things. It's pretty good. All right, so um, I, I liked the gold cards a lot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's actually a fair amount of cards that we've saved at this point. You know, I think I think this set is probably better for constructed than people thought it was. I think when they were looking how, at the spoiler as it was. How many cards do you need to be good for construction to have a set that's good for constructed? Like this cards, this set's got a couple of good removal cards, right. a couple of really good creatures, and then like a couple of flagships. Yeah, and then like some borderline to good counter spells. What do you really need after that, right? Yeah, no, I, I think there's good cards for constructed at every rarity. Yeah. I mean Fanatic of Zenagos is an uncommon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the uncommons in this set are actually really good. I think there's a few that just look re really exciting to me. Alright. Okay. Well so we just it. have to either do green or hope you enjoyed all five parts of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um what, what Coming soon, we're Coming gonna soon. have. Uh, oh yes, and Fenex stay tuned. Fenex against Porphyros. Fenex versus Porphyros. The name, the name of it's gonna be like double P. The extra yeah, P yeah. is for extra P. <laughs> the piss off. <laughs> the piss off. The extra P is for extra P. All right. Oh, uh, this is Michael J. Flores. Brian David Marshall at the Topic Magic offices. The quiet Topic Magic offices. The only loudness was me clapping yeah. <laughs> for the extra and, and the occasional wang parent wandering around in the background. Sweet. All right. Bye-bye. Right.